ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय सो वी हर्ड हाउ लॉर्ड कृष्णा सेव्ड अभिमन्यू सन हु वॉज स्टिल विद इन इज मदर्स होम मदर उत्तरा अश्वत्थामा रिलीज्ड अ ब्रह्मास्त्र पांडवस वर ट्राइंग टू पिक अप देयर वेपन्स एंड ट्राई एंड सेव द चाइल्ड द एम्ब्रियो बट कृष्णा रियलाइजिंग इट वॉज ऑलरेडी टू लेट ही एंटर्ड पर्सनली उत्तराज वूम एंड प्रोटेक्टेड द चाइल्ड प्रोटेक्टेड द एम्ब्रियो फ्रॉम द हीट ऑफ द ब्रह्मास्त्र so this child who was lying within his mother's womb not yet born was able to behold the most beautiful form of the lord even before he was born such a glorious child you can imagine what kind of fortune he had and what must be his previous life past life that he got this fortune that even before he was born he had the beautiful darshan of the lord the lord whom the great yogis aspired to see they perform austerities for millions of lifetimes and are still not able to see but this child so that means he was qualified he had a glorious past and most importantly this child was connected to krishna's dear devotees the pandavas and therefore krishna showered his special mercy on this embryo on this child so when somebody is engaged in the devotional service of krishna everybody connected to that person everybody dear to that person <coughs> or everyone to whom the devotee is dear is personally blessed by the lord more than he blesses his devotee directly so somehow or the other we know our limitations we know our situation but somehow or the other even if we can't do anything we should stay connected to a devotee and in the good books of devotees in that way krishna will be very very pleased to shower his supreme mercy upon us also so the lord had appeared in a four-armed form and the size was described in the bhagavatam the size of a thumb and how the child saw it shukdev goswami describes his beautiful body was very blackish and his dress was a dazzling yellow he was decorated with a golden helmet and earrings and he was continuously wielding his club his gada in a circular motion to nullify to dispel the radiation of ashwatthama's brahmastra just like when the sun rises it dissipates the morning dew So this way Krishna personally protected this child. And actually the Bhagavatam describes the child was already dead. He was already burnt by the Brahmastra of Ashwatthama. But Krishna is the supreme magician and he has promised in the Gita Name bhaktah pranashyati. Arjuna declared it boldly that my devotee will never perish. And therefore he brought this child back to life he provided parikshit this king this child with a second body then as the child looked on the lord suddenly disappeared the child was wonderstruck and just smiling at him the lord disappeared after saving him krishna is bhakta vatsal 
is very very kind to his devotees and he creates the most favorable circumstances for his devotees before they are born while they are living in this world and even when they are leaving this world and after they have left this world so we're always in a win-win situation when we are engaged in krishna's devotional service and the devotional service begins by hearing and chanting about him hearing about his message his sweet pastimes just like we are doing through these podcasts and chanting his names hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare so when all the good the best astronomical signs gradually evolved in the sky the future emperor the great grandson of pandu the grandson of the pandavas the glorious son of abhimanyu was born and as per the tradition maharaj yudhishthir he performed the birth ceremonies with great satisfaction and uh, learned brahmanas they were invited like kripacharya dhamya the guru of the pandavas they organized the whole ceremony and they supervised they presided over and they recited vedic mantras because the mantras have the power to invoke auspiciousness because they are surcharged with spiritual potency by the lord himself so at the conclusion of these ritualistic performances these pujas these yagyas as per the custom maharaj yudhishthir gave abundant charity in the form of gold land villages grains and animals to the brahmanas so no puja no ritual is complete without giving sufficient remuneration charity to the priest so the priest should be such that he doesn't expect anything in return for his service but the person for whom the ceremony has been done he should be willing to offer everything that is disposal to the priests to the brahmanas to the devotees so when both are selfless that's when the fruit the real fruit of that ritual that puja fructifies and is enjoyed by the person who is organizing by the person who is the yajman who is getting it done to the brahmanas the priests who are doing it they should be selfless not expecting anything any rewards no money nothing as soon as a brahmana or the priest he is doing his pujas thinking i'll get this much dakshina this much remuneration or that much money finished this ritual will be like will be like an empty bullet where there will be not of noise but no effect so both have to be very pure and that's when the ritual actually gives the real rewards otherwise it is simply like a show it won't have any tangible benefits no benefits at all when there is an ulterior motive so in return when they received charity from the king the brahmanas informed him they said oh king this child was saved by the lord because he is a pure devotee he was a pure devotee already even before he was born and because he was the last remaining descendant of the pious king puru this first time will come in the ninth canto of bhagavatam the great king puru so he is appearing in this glorious dynasty 
and therefore he will be known as Vishnuratha. Vishnuratha was one of the names given to this child. Vishnuratha means the one protected by Lord Vishnu. As well as they gave him the name Parikshit. I'll explain later why he was given the name Parikshit. Then Maharaj Yudhishthir became very curious, just like if a child is born in our family, we are also very curious. Tell us about his future. So he asked the priests, will this child become as great and saintly a king as the others that had appeared in this royal dynasty of ours? The Brahmana smiled and assured him, said, don't worry. He said, this child will maintain the citizens exactly like King Ikshwaku, who was a great king in the dynasty of Lord Ramchandra in Treta Yuga. He was one of the ancestors in that dynasty of Lord Ram. He will be true to his promise just like Lord Ram. We hear about Pran Jai Parvachanna Jai. If Lord Ram promises something, he'll never go back on that promise. And they continued, this child will be a munificent giver of charity and protector of the surrendered like King Shibi, the king of Ushinara. To this King Shibi, once he was very well known for his charity to whoever came. And once one eagle and a pigeon they came to him the eagle was chasing the pigeon the pigeon came and sat on the king's lap they said king please save me please save me i am also your subject and suddenly the eagle came so the king king shibi told the pigeon not to worry since he had taken his shelter so he'll be protected then the eagle came said i am also your subject and pigeon is my natural food i cannot go hungry you have to give the pigeon back King said, he has taken my shelter. I am a Kshatriya. I cannot not protect him. That's my dharma, to protect him. So the eagle said, your dharma is to provide food for me also. So do something. So King Shibi said, all right. Equal to the weight of the pigeon, I'll give you flesh from my own body. Because eagles eat flesh. So the eagle agreed. A weighing scale was brought. And on one side of the weighing scale, they put the pigeon. On the other side, the king started cutting off his thighs, the flesh. But how much ever he put on the other side of the weighing scale, the pigeon's side remained heavier. So finally, seeing no other option, the king himself sat down on the other side and immediately the, the pigeon's side became lighter. And at that time, the king, the pigeon and the eagle, they manifested their original form. The eagle was Indra and pigeon was Agni, the god of fire. They had especially come to test the charitable nature, the glory that had widespread of King Shibi. And they blessed him tremendously for his charitable nature that he was willing to sacrifice his own self in order to give shelter to other living entities. He was very, very munificent. The Brahmanas continued, This child would be as great a bowman as Arjuna and as strong as a lion. He'll be forbearing like the earth. The earth is forbearing. There are so many mountains and rivers and all kinds of living beings living. But the earth is so forbearing, managing everything, tolerating, bearing the weight of everything without any complaints and still nourishing even though the earth is being exploited and as worthy a shelter as the Himalayas 
so you see when people give up everything we have heard about how they go to the himalayas why it's not just for the tranquil environment that you find over there it is also because the himalayas are full of caves which serve as uh, little homes for those who give up everything of this world there are beautiful crystal clear water rivers and ponds and lakes so they, you know, those needs are taken care of then there are so many trees bearing uh, fruits and roots which can nourish you which can fulfill the need for food so that's why food clothing shelter everything is provided by the himalayas and therefore this compared this child's ability to give shelter to everyone as the himalayas they continued in terms of equanimity of mind he will be like you my dear yudhishthir he will be munificent like lord shiva lord shiva's most compassionate ashutosh and he will be the resort of everyone like the supreme lord lord narayan he will be the shelter of everyone everybody will feel fearless in his shelter in magnanimity he will become as great as king ranti dev this past time we shall hear in the ninth canto where the king had performed a vrata for a long time to an extent that he had remained hungry his bones were visible and the time came for him to give up his fast eat some food but one after the other so many people came from all castes and he gave away everything even the little bit of water that he had that's how charitable that's how magnanimous he was he didn't mind dying himself but he was not willing to not pay respect or not share what he had in fact everything with his guests there also he was tested by the demigods they were actually demigods coming in different forms so this will be discussed in the ninth canto of shrimad bhagavatam he will be like bali maharaj in patience this past time appears in the eighth canto where king bali he was cheated by lord vaman dev lord vaman dev took away everything but bali maharaj did not say a word he remained extremely patient and tolerant he surrendered everything and he will become a great devotee of lord krishna like prahlad maharaj the priest declared so anyone can make a show of being a great devotee or a devotee but when a provoking situation comes into our life when a tragedy strikes when calamities come when we are tested that is what decides whether we are truly devotees or not one thing goes wrong we have seen people and they lose their faith in god they will stop coming to classes they will stop going to temples they stop their scriptural study they will stop their pujas one thing goes wrong so we are not devotees we are basically pretenders if that's our consciousness if that's our behavior so <clears throat> prahlad maharaj that's why he is the greatest devotee is the guru for the devotees at the age of 5 he went through so much torture there was an attempt almost every day to kill him the whole kingdom that means the whole world the hiranyakashipu was the greatest demon of the time he had control over the three worlds he was controlling the heavens and the middle and the lower planetary systems and he was torturing prahlad everything was against the odds were against prahlad but he did not agree to give up his worship of lord vishnu he did not agree to to give up his faith on krishna all he had to do is that okay my father is uh, telling me forcing me otherwise they'll kill me 
I'll say I will not worship. Okay. And he could have secretly gone and worshipped, but no. This was the example he set. Even if the whole world is the three worlds are against us, even if everything is going wrong, even if so many calamities come into our life, tragedies happen, and personal attacks happen, we don't give up our faith. And that is why the Lord took an incarnation, one incarnation from one child, Narasimha Dev, and personally came and protected him. So our devotion, our devotional service, our faith will be tested by the Lord. and our success depends on our good fortune our forbearance our tolerance and continue to perform our devotional service without being bewildered i mean amazingly i've seen people when something goes wrong the spiritual life is the only thing that they give up their parties their gossip their travel their eating everything goes on very smoothly nicely regularly this is how selfish we all have become conveniently conveniently we give up we just think god to be our order supplier and if he doesn't supply we give up we will go to somebody else something else will do that's how selfish we are becoming and if that is the attitude how do we expect the lord to reciprocate with our prayers so if you want to have reciprocation in response to our prayers by the lord then we have to show him that we are actually serious about him we are if you are not serious uh, if you don't have faith Why should he take us seriously? It's as simple as that. The priest continued, informed King Yudhishthir. After hearing the prediction of his death at the hands of Takshak, they told about his future. He will inquire about self-realization from Shukdev Goswami, and thus achieve a life of fearlessness. So they gave all the predictions about the child. Thereafter, the Brahmanas left, and gradually. it is described just as the waxing moon develops day after day the child began to grow luxuriantly under the care of his grandfathers who were none other than the most powerful people on the planet at the time the greatest devotees the pandavas he grew up in their lap so imagine the fortune of this child before birth as the darshan of the lord after birth he is born as the grandson of the pandavas playing on their laps who are also first cousins of krishna his pure devotees the emperors of the world such a glorious life and such a birth is not possible without having a very very glorious track record in the past uh, he that means his child must have performed great devotional service in the past that's why he's born like this in such a family in such an environment so this child had one habit that whenever he would see a human being he would run up to that child he would crawl up to that person and try to see if it is the same person whom he had seen in his mother's womb because he was so attracted to the child the krishna is all attractive he is attractive even to the children even before they start speaking or start communicating he is attracted to the ants he is attractive to the uh, elephants he is attractive to every kind of living being and therefore he is known as all attractive therefore the god has been given as the name given the name krishna krishna means akarshit iti krishna all attractive one who attracts everyone so once this child had seen krishna he wanted to see him again because that's the attractive power of krishna and therefore he would keep examining different living different human beings thinking them to be uh, the same person he had seen and therefore because he continued to examine every human being 
examining in hindi is known as pariksha so his name also became famous he also became famous as king parikshit one who is doing pariksha of every human being and this child right from his birth the symptoms were very clear he would not be playing like any other children playing with toys and uh, other stuff he was not frivolous his childhood play was play with krishna dolls krishna deities <clears throat> he would worship the krishna deity while playing with dolls and uh, he would be immersed in uh, the service of the lord and when you when you see such children born in our families who are from the childhood attracted to krishna the lord's worship we should know they are not ordinary children and we should do anything and everything to provide a strong spiritual environment to such children at home you should not stop them nowadays it is becoming so unfortunate if children are going to clubs having illicit sex having doing gambling uh, eating meat intoxicated parents don't mind but if a child starts practicing spirituality they are very alarmed such is the unfortunate situation in this world this is a recipe for future disaster that we are creating for our children we should be very very proud that our child is inclined towards spiritual life because that will make him happy in the long run that will bring blessings to that will bring blessings to him but our own definition of good fortune has changed parents themselves don't practice atheism has become the biggest evil and we are very happy to see our children becoming atheists and engaging in all sorts of sinful activities but when he starts going to a temple starts connecting spiritually Uh, we we ob- we object which is very very unfortunate so we'll discuss more more on these topics in the future podcast so after some time maharaj yudhishthir he performed three horse sacrifices ashwamegh yagyas to atone for the sins that he had incurred during the battle of kurukshetra he thought under the guidance of krishna and then after that krishna returned to hastinapur to dwarka as we had described previously and yudhishthir maharaj is nicely ruling and this is how the um pandavas life now is after the battle the grandson is born they are spending their time taking care of him is the apple of everyone's eye krishna is around everything is Uh, sometimes everything is like fallen into place eventually and they are ruling the world like the idol kings and taking care of all the citizens very very nicely like fathers take care of the children so in the next podcast we'll hear some more uh, events which took place post this uh, scenario and how dhritarashtra Oh, whose hundred children have been killed? His situation we shall try to hear about, because it's not easy for a father to live happily after his hundred children are dead. All have been killed; not even one survived. But let's see. Let's hear in the next podcast how he was living, and he was living in the same palace as the Pandava. So, what were the dealings and what transpired after this? Hare Krishna